stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Oh, it's time for my favorite radio program. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, that's Ernie. Who doesn't love Ernie? He's hilarious. You know, he's a, you know, kind of a wild, wild guy in, in the uh, Sesame Street Muppet context. And then he got Bert, you know, really straight edge, really kind of nervous, uh, follow the rules kind of guy. They're, they're an interesting match. Good buddies, right? Good friends. The odd couple. Right? That's all they are, right? Well, yeah, people have kind of wondered about this over the years. And it almost it kind of rears its head as a controversy every now and then. That, that are, are Bert and Ernie gay? I mean, they, are they intended to be a, a gay couple? Is it kind of an inside joke of the people who uh, created the characters or write for the show? Is, is it a, a secret gay agenda that's, that's being uh, foisted upon the children who watch this uh, beloved institution, Sesame Street? What exactly is the deal? Is there a deal? Well, people are suddenly talking about all of this yet again for the uh, umpteenth time in the last several decades. So Tristan Hopper, the National Post, he's been trying to get to the bottom of all of this, uh, nationalpost.com. Tristan, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. So I, I guess it's, it's an issue once again because what a, a writer, a former writer for Sesame Street has, has weighed in? That's right. Uh, this is an interview with uh, QueerT.com. So this is um, Mark Saltzman, and he wrote for Sesame Street in the 1980s. Uh, so the question uh, naturally came up, you know, you wrote for Sesame Street, you wrote for Bert and Ernie, so, and he's a gay man. So, you know, in your capacity as a gay man, do you think Bert and Ernie uh, are gay? And he answered that when he was writing for Bert and Ernie, he always imagined them as being in a relationship. Obviously, they're Muppets, so he didn't, you know, imagine right. anything, you know, too too extreme. But he said, yeah, when I was when I was writing for Bird and Ernie, uh, yeah, two guys living in a house together. He imagined them as husband and husband. And so it's not the first, as you say. I mean, he was deliberately asked about this because this has been an issue, or at least been a question for some time. Sesame Street is a show that promotes different kinds of, of values, social values. I mean, it's it's plausible in in a way that maybe this was was deliberate at some level. So. Where do we have to go to to try and find an answer? Yeah, that's certainly been, uh, I mean, Sesame Street, uh, we may forget now, but it was the first children's show to have a mixed-race cast. So it was very big. Uh, it, it debuted in 1969, just sort of right, uh, right at the tail end of the civil rights era. So it was very big on race issues. So it was often the only place on TV where you could see people of different races hanging around and not discussing race, just, you know, it's normal for people of different races uh, to be together. So, yeah, the accusations been made. Uh, they were very progressive on issues like that. So if you were progressive on racial equality, it makes sense that you would also be very uh, progressive on uh, gay rights. And uh, Sesame Street debuted just a few months after the, the Stonewall riots in New York. So you would think, well, it would make sense. If maybe this these characters have been slipped in, not obviously, Bert and Ernie, uh, we just we're not going to mention it, but it's just going to be two men living together, and that's a perfectly normal thing. But I didn't find any evidence for that, and that actually comes from the same Queerty interview uh, with Mark Saltzman, uh, because uh, when he joined the cast in 1981, so he joined 12 years after Bert and Ernie were created, or sorry, not the cast, the the writers, um, he pitched, hey, maybe we should have. 
some very light gay themes. Obviously, it's a children's show. They're not going to get into, you know, AIDS or safe sex or anything. But he's like, well, maybe we could have, you know, someone has two moms or something. This is 1981. And he said he was very firmly shut down. This wasn't territory that Sesame Street wanted to go in. So definitely Sesame Street, uh, while being very progressive, uh, they haven't wanted to be too gung-ho. Uh, on gay rights. So uh, that would seem to be evidence against Bert and Ernie having been designed as gay characters. But it hasn't stopped people from interpreting that they are on, on both sides of it. In, in some ways, Bert and Ernie have become almost uh, gay icons. On the other side, you've got a lot of conservative Christians who have always felt that there was you know, something off here, some kind of sinister agenda at play here. So, you know, the two sides of this debate kind of see it that way, though. Yeah, it's weird because in the 90s, this was a big controversy because the religious right was saying that they were gay. So they're saying, oh, this is, you know, homosexual propaganda being hidden in our children. Boycott Sesame Street. And now Sesame Street is getting flack from the other side on the same issue. So now it's left-wing activists are saying, well, you should you should make them gay. You should explicitly have them come out as gay. And you're homophobic for not doing it. So Sesame Street really can't win in this. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, one thing I realized is that when this show debuted, um, no one saw it as particularly strange or gay that Bert and Ernie were living together. This, the gaydar among the uh, U.S. populace was just not nearly as intense. I mean, this was an era where you know, someone could look at Liberace or Paul Lind and say, oh, there's nothing particularly gay about that guy. I think he probably gets all kinds of ladies. So um, we're much more, our gaydar is much more sensitive. So we, we're, we live in an era now where, yeah, if two adult dudes live together in a house and spend a lot of time bickering, we think, no, oh, they're probably gay. I think for most people, as you say, there, there are the, the more polar opposite sides of this debate who are going to, to kick up a fuss about this. But I get the sense that most people, and I mean, there, there's a general kind of universal fondness for, for Sesame Street as, as an institution, I think more or less. But don't most people come down to the side of who cares, right? They're, they're just puppets. They are puppets. So, yeah, they, I mean, they can't obviously have real sex lives, but the, you know, the character. The, so the adult version of the Muppets, so there's, there's basically there's several types of Muppets, but there's the type of Muppets owned by the Walt Disney Company. So that's the Muppet Show Muppets, uh, the ones that appear in the movie Muppets. And then there's the Sesame Street Muppets, completely different ownership, completely different licensing for them. Now, the adult Muppets, uh, they will make sex jokes on occasion. So they reference the fact that they have fictional sex lives to get a laugh. But Sesame Street is a children's show. They have never, ever referenced sex at all. It just doesn't exist in that universe, which makes perfect sense, because a lot of the Sesame Street Muppets, uh, with the exception of Bert and Ernie, actually depict children. Elmo is supposed to be four years old. Grover is supposed to be five years old uh, or something. So it makes sense that it would be, never be brought up. And actually, Frank Oz, who created Bert, so the way they, they came up with the characters of Bert and Ernie is they made the puppets, they threw them in a room, and then Jim Hansen and Frank Oz sort of picked them up and just sort of organically worked out a relationship between them. And what they said was the Bert and Ernie relationship was sort of a reflection of how Frank Oz and Jim Henson interacted with each other. Jim Henson was kind of the free spirit, Ernie, no rules, and Frank Oz is much more buttoned down by the book uh, type guy. So this was just sort of – Bert and Ernie is sort of a cartoonish depiction um, of the relationship between these two men. And, I mean, people have written online saying, you know, there's, there's beauty to that. There's a, you know, it's, it's a friendship between two people. It's sort of a very close relationship. Uh, and I think that was Frank Oz's take that, uh, you know, it is possible for two people to be very close in very many ways and very intimate uh, without having sex in the mix. So he's saying, you know, maybe this should be a celebration of the platonic ideal. Yeah. 
It is funny, too, though. And I mean, you mentioned the other Muppets and you've got Kermit the Frog, who's kind of transcended both. He's on The Muppet Show. He's been on Sesame Street. There's always right. been that, that weird little, um, you know, narrative over the years where Miss Piggy's crazy about Kermit, loves Kermit, wants to be with Kermit, wants to marry Kermit. So they kind of play, you know, both sides of that, where maybe sometimes they do kind of have these lives, but other times they, they mostly don't. Oh, yeah. And again, that's, all, that's only on the adult Muppets. So there's actually, uh, I mean, hyperlinked in my story, there's a Muppet fan site, and they've de- carefully detailed all the instances in which Muppets have referenced the fact that they have off-screen sex. Obviously, this isn't happening. They're made out of felt, but just a, a joke that will be made within the Muppet universe. So it, it's happened quite often. Uh, one of the more famous ones is Kermit the Frog. Is talking to Cher in 1975 and says, oh, do you want to uh, fool around? Um, uh, if, I think there was something uh, along those lines with Raquel Welch. Uh, there was a Saturday Night Live skit on its first season featuring the Muppets that was all about sex. It was, you know, some, some weird monster Muppet couldn't please his wife. But again, none of that has anything to do with the Sesame Street universe. So Sesame Street, since its debut in 1969, has not touched sex in any way, shape, or form. So even if there is some overlap, uh, Kermit's Frog is one of the very few characters that appears in the Muppets and Sesame Street. Uh, yeah, there's been no innuendo. And I'm, I'm sure Jim Henson and crew would have would have slipped it in. I mean, he started out as a cabaret performer. This was a guy who did not shy away from raunchy humor. And indeed, uh, that's, that's kind of the path that his children have taken, you know, much more X-rated uh, puppet shows. So, yeah, sex and Sesame Street have always been as far apart as possible. Very interesting. Much more, as mentioned, nationalpost.com. Tristan, always appreciate it. Thanks for making some time for us here. Thank you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.